0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the healthy is hot podcast i'm your host chloe wilde tv host by day sweat pant connoisseur by night and a health and a life coach always from hashtag to movement we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy and healthy is hot come hang out as we have raw real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part, how health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. Hello, friends. I'm very excited for today's guest. We've got Stephanie Keith joining us today, founder and CEO of Law of Attraction Tribe, LLC, host of the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. You know, I love chatting with fellow podcasters and the author of Trust the universe. After more than a decade in the corporate world, 70 rogue free from the nine to five grind to create a life filled with freedom and abundance, something I know so many of you also crave. She now empowers others to do the same. You know, her passion is teaching women how to reprogram societal conditioning and trust their intuition to guide them down their most fulfilling path. Yes, please. Her new app, Manifest It Now, is providing the tools to help people all over the world manifest their biggest. Life goals. Oh girl, definitely. Like I get people all the time that are like, Oh, what do you do?
1: I'm just like, that is a loaded question. I don't know where to start because I feel like I just want to do it all. And, and I do. And I also want to mention, I have three kids. So if you want oh that are moms, like that's such a big point that I want to make, it's like you can you know, be the mom that's home with your kids and and doing all of that. And you can also have something that's fulfilling in your business as well. How old are your little ones? I have, oh my gosh, my oldest just turned 13. So I now have a teenager, which is just like freaking me out.
0: And then I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. Okay. So very busy house indeed. Like you've got a lot going on professionally. And then personally, it sounds like you're a badass babe as well.
1: I have a lot of help. So definitely my husband and my mom are like, just always there to help a lending hand. And I have to give them credit for
0: that. I just want to start off by saying like, thank you for being honest with the fact that even you being as amazing as you are and as a go-getter as you are, it's also okay to have help. And it's also awesome to celebrate the fact that you're not on this journey alone and you have people you can lean on. Um, I know that's so important, especially for women to hear sometimes they like, yeah, we can do a lot, but it's okay to not do it all on our own. Like, It's also a-okay to have people that are supporting us along the way so that we can be the best versions of ourselves while we go and do the things we want to do.
1: Oh, absolutely. It takes a village, you know, like, and it's just so great that once you recognize that, that like, hey, it's okay. I don't have to be Wonder Woman. I can ask for help. Um, It's amazing how many people are there to support you when all you have to do is ask.
0: You know, it's always interesting to me when I get to chat with people who were living life one way. And it sounds like a corporate nine to five job was that one way. And then at one point in time, there was a switch that happened and your life took a little bit of a turn. Can you kind of set the ground for us? Like what was life like before and what led you to the place where you are now?
1: Yeah. So my life has completely just Done a 180. And, you know, I learned about the law of attraction back in 2009. So I've known about it for a long time. And I've always been great at manifesting. When I learned about it, I manifested my first dream home. I got a promotion. I was in sales, got a promotion there. And I was always really good at like manifesting bonuses and money and all that kind of stuff. But it really wasn't until my 30th birthday where I kind of had that wake up call where I was like, okay, I've just spent an entire decade of my life completely in this job. And it's not fulfilling. It's not what I want to do with my life. And I want to do something more meaningful. Like, how am I, you know, making a difference in the world? So I started having all these questions and I had no idea, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, Didn't even know where to begin, but I just started listening to my intuition and I've always been really interested in the law of attraction. So it all started with an Instagram page. And um, once I started that Instagram page, I started noticing like really quickly, Thousands of people from all over the world were super interested and were messaging me and were kind of on the same path as me. Like they wanted to manifest a life that they didn't need a vacation from. And I realized for the first time that like maybe I wasn't the weird one. I was always the weird one among my friends talking about manifestation. This is back before it was like a trendy topic. And it just opened my eyes to like this whole other world of people that were just like me that wanted to transform their life and they wanted to do amazing things. And I just took it step by step. I started offering um, some online courses just to help people on their manifestation journey And then in 2020, I started my podcast and that's just been incredible. That's helped me connect with so many people all over the globe. Um, And then I got a book deal. So that just came out this year and I launched the app um, basically just to put everything that I have in in one easy place for people. So it's been a really busy last couple of years, but... um, I just took things like little by little, I would get a little nudge and I would move towards that. And the one thing about that journey that I think is so important to talk about is I was, it was very hard for me to leave my nine to five job. It was From looking at it externally, everyone was like, what are you talking about? This is amazing. You're making six figures. I had a company car. I had benefits. I had, you know, everything that they tell you you should look for in a job. And so everyone around me was like, you're crazy. And it it really was placing a lot of doubt in me. Like, Mm. you know, maybe I'm making the wrong decision. Maybe I'm being greedy. Like, why can't I just be okay um, with this nine to five lifestyle? And, um, I was kind of wavering a little bit, you know, it was like the golden handcuffs. Do I leave this great job? What if this other thing fails? And, um, I was listening to another podcast at the time that, that the girl, like right when I needed to hear it, she said, worst case scenario, you go for your dreams and you fail. You can always go get another mediocre job and i was like that's so true i can always go and find you know a sales job and so once i like kind of made up my mind okay i need to to leave i want to go and pursue you know this business opportunity um we had a major shift in our company where i got a new boss that was so difficult to work with i mean it was like driving me to have panic attacks. That's how like intense it got. And I think looking back at it, like that was kind of the universe intervening and saying like, okay, if you're not going to make the shift, then I'm going to make you make the shift and make things so uncomfortable that you have no choice but to leave. So I just like to mention that to people because I see that a lot with clients that I work with that they're going through such a difficult period, but right on the other side of that is like massive transformation. So if anyone's listening and going through a really difficult time, just know like maybe that's the
0: universe trying to motivate you to move on another path. And like what a beautiful mindset shift to like, look at, you know, a difficult time in your life and be like, oh man, like maybe. Maybe there's something more here than just the hardship I'm experiencing. Like maybe there's a push happening in a different direction, like it happened with you. And I know sometimes it's like easier said than done when you're going through it and you're in the shit and you're like, okay, oh, come yeah. on, Chloe. But like, you can choose to look at it that way. Um, for people that are maybe new to the terminology of manifestation, or think it's a little bit woo-woo, like, can you just break it down for us? It's obviously had a huge impact in your life. You impact people through your podcast, through your app, through working one on one with clients through your social media pages. Like I, I had such a blast looking through everything. I downloaded the app. Um, but for people who are a little unsure about the whole manifestation thing, what is it? And is there science or some research to back it up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing I
1: tell people, especially anyone that's skeptical, is to look at it just like a scientist would go about a science experiment. You know, like a scientist doesn't So that's exactly how I tell people to look at manifestation. Like, don't judge it until you try it. Because if you go in it with this mindset that this is woo-woo, it doesn't work, it's not going to work for you. I mean, that's like the whole, you know, point of it is you have to have that belief. And so I like to break it down for people. Um, Using Amazon because I feel like we all shop on Amazon now. We all (laughs) all get that concept, right? And so, manifestation—it's basically bringing your thoughts, your vision, your dreams into the physical form. And I like to think of it as like you go on Amazon and let's say you know you want to purchase a book. If you just type "book" in the search bar on Amazon, you're going to get millions of results, and there's no telling what it's going to pull up, if it's going to be anything close to what you're looking for. And even if you type in nonfiction book or manifestation book, there's still going to be thousands and thousands and thousands, right? But if you go and you put trust the universe in the title, then you're now you're getting close. Like now you're actually going to be shown what you're looking for. So when you're going about manifesting in your life, you have to set really clear intentions. And that sounds like a no brainer, But our mind really has a hard time holding a static image, looking at the details, especially when they're not in front of us. So a lot of times people think they know what they want, but when you start asking them to paint that picture and asking them for the details, it becomes a little fuzzy or they shift from one thing to another. So it's really about getting clear on what you want. And if you are someone that has a lot of trouble visualizing, which a lot of people do, um, that's when things like vision boards can be a helpful tool just to help you imagine it in your mind by seeing it like in a photograph. Um, So getting really clear as if you're going to purchase it on Amazon, And I like to explain it like you're purchasing from the catalog of the universe, you know? So just like you would purchase anything on Amazon, you're going to purchase whatever you want from the universe, okay? So you find the book that you want, you add it to the cart, and you check out then you're done worrying about it, right? Like, you know, that even though you're not physically holding that book, you own the book, you paid for it, you put your credit card information, and in, you checked out, it's yours. And you just trust it's going to show up on your door in two days. And same goes for manifesting, where a lot of people get stuck is they ask for what they want. They think about what they want, but then in the back of their mind, they're thinking about all the reasons why it won't happen, why they don't deserve it, why it's too far-fetched, and they don't actually believe it. So they're sending that message to the universe and to their subconscious mind that... It's not going to manifest. So, guess what? It's not going to manifest. So, you really have to have that unwavering faith that you've placed your order, you've checked out with your credit card, you own it. Like, this has already happened for you. You're just waiting for it to align with your life. And then the last part is actually receiving it. And this was the part that was so hard for me for a long time because I always heard people talking about, you know, receiving. And why this is such a big deal? And I thought, well, of course, I want to receive it. Like everyone wants to receive their desires. Like that's the easy part. But then someone asked me, like, well, how well do you take a compliment? Like, if you're out to lunch with someone and they offer to pay, how willing are you to let them pay? Like, and I started thinking, like, wow, I am so bad with that. If someone pays me a compliment. I'll say something negative to counteract it. And I think a lot of us are that way and have kind of been programmed that way. And um, so you really have to make sure that you're open to receiving it and that you don't have to feel guilty. Like for example, if you're trying to manifest money, a lot of people have guilt and shame that it's greedy or um, somehow bad. You have to work through some of that stuff and be open to receiving it or else you're sending that energetic vibration that it shouldn't come to you. It's not safe. Money is the root of all evil, those kinds of things. So basically like that's what manifestation is. And just to answer the second part of your question, getting into the science of it. um, So we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, and we all think that we're consciously in control of our life, but that is not true. Our subconscious runs the show um, the majority of the time and any scientist, any research you look at will back that up. Um, And what's really fascinating about that is our brain can only take in like so much of what's around us. Okay. So our conscious mind can process about 2000 bits per second. Our subconscious mind can process 200 billion bits per second. Okay. So what you're consciously seeing, thinking, hearing, feeling is like so microscopic compared to what's really around you. And what we have in our brain, it's called the reticular activating system. And basically what this does is it filters all of that stuff and it determines what it's going to process for the conscious mind. So this is why, um, Everyone always uses the example, like if you buy a new car and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road, it's not that that car all of a sudden is on the road. It's always been on the road. You just notice it now because you've tagged it as important. So you're Subconscious looks at all of these things that you've tagged as important, meaning the things that you focus on, the things that you talk about, the things that you're feeling consistently. And that's what it's going to process for your conscious mind. So when you get on board with manifesting and you start setting those intentions and you start believing and feeling like it's actually going to happen for you, what's happening is you're sending that message to the subconscious that anything you see out there and all of this information, anything you see that aligns with these goals, this is important to me. And so it's not that magically, like all of a sudden these opportunities fall in your lap. They were always there. You just didn't see them. You were focused on other things and now your subconscious mind is processing it for you. So that's sort of like the science to back up, you know, why believing, focusing, setting intentions is truly so important in everything you do
0: it's time for chloe's clarence pick of the week ooh, ooh. all right so i'm back to talk about one more of clarence sos primers like i mentioned last week they have seven different shades to target seven different concerns and today i want to talk to you about ooh. Oh, I mean, do I tell you? I must tell you. Okay, so I'm talking about the Frozen Summer Collection SOS Primer, AKA Icy. And this is amazing, okay? It's got a bit of a greeny, bluey tint, but don't let it fool you, okay? This is so great, it's a color corrector, it's a great makeup primer, it boosts radiance, it blurs imperfections, it's lightweight, it helps to protect your skin from environmental aggressors, it hydrates for 24 hours and the cool thing about the why it's called icy is it actually also has this like cooling effect um which don't let it worry you okay it's totally intentional but especially in summer months when it's so hot it's like you know how when you brush your teeth it feels like so fresh and minty clean it's kind of like that feeling for your face after you're done your skincare and before you start putting on your makeup. It's like one extra way to make skincare and beauty care feel that much more special. So today I'm dedicating my pick to the Frozen Summer Collection SOS Primer I see. All right, let's get back to the chat. Oh Man, I love that you just dropped the RAS system in our brain. I love the Amazon example. I think that's the clearest example I've ever heard when it comes to manifestation. A little follow up on the Amazon analogy. I mean, I think I obviously know the answer, but Amazon can deliver, you know, within a couple of days sometimes. Universe, I'm assuming works a little bit differently. Yeah. So, here's
1: the thing with the time. I get this question all the time. Like, do I put a time on it? What if it's, you know, how much of a time frame should I put on it? Time is a human construct. Like this is something, I mean, we've all heard like Einstein say it's just an illusion because it is like, it's not anything that the universe follows. This is just simply something that human beings like invented basically. So when people try to put a time frame on their manifestation, I think a lot of times they're setting themselves up to fail because if it doesn't happen exactly when you anticipate it to happen, all that's going to do is place that seed of doubt and then block it from coming. And, you know, we have our blinders on, like we can only see a little bit, the universe can see the big picture. So we just have to trust that, if it's not happening as quickly as we want it to happen, it's because there's something even better on the horizon and certain things have to fall in place in order for it to happen. So I I never put a time frame on anything that I manifest because I feel like it's just shooting myself in the foot and it's going to end up, I'm going to fumble at some point and, and have that doubt. So I just recommend people just be open and trust that when it's the right time, it's the right
0: time and nothing
1: that's truly meant for you is going to pass you by.
0: And speaking of doubt, how does one overcome doubt and instead really step into the belief aspect when it comes to manifesting? Yeah, so this is where like
1: I could really geek out with a lot of the scientific stuff, so I'll try to like keep it keep it short, but um basically when I started researching all of this stuff, um I came across subliminals and subliminals have been around i mean as far as what's documented since like the 50s and what ended up happening was a lot of um corporations got a hold of this by working with psychologists and and figured out how to change people's beliefs to inspire them to take actions right so they're they started using subliminals in tv commercials and things like that to tell people for example that you are not beautiful enough unless you have this product or like, you know, things like that. And it was kind of used in this sort of uh, manipulative way with no transparency. And when I started digging into that, I thought, what if we could use this knowledge and the science for good and like be completely transparent and help people shift their beliefs so that they can manifest their goals. So I started creating subliminals to help people do this. And I found a software program that will take your affirmations. So like, let's say there's 10 affirmations that all have to do with your goals. It will take that and loop them and speed them up. So in a short audio, your subconscious is taking in hundreds of affirmations. And I just, I think everyone should do this. This is like the manifestation hack because it totally speeds up the process. Um, basically if you have a belief for we'll just go with the money one. Cause everyone has beliefs around money. So if you grew up with this belief that like money is the root of all evil, it's greedy to be rich, rich people are bad. The only way to reprogram that belief after age seven is through repetition. So that's why people always say like, use affirmations and affirmations are great But realistically, like how many times are you going to say an affirmation or write it down in a day, like maybe once or twice. So with subliminals, your subconscious is just hearing that. Like I tell people, like play it in the background while you're working. You don't have to consciously pay attention. Just have it playing in the background. And your subconscious is going to hear it so many times that it's going to start to shift that belief. And um, so I just think that that's so far the best way that I've found to help people overcome those really deep rooted beliefs, because otherwise, I mean, it does, it takes years. Like we've had these beliefs for decades and it can be hard to just shift that without using some of these tools. So that's really the best way that I have found. And you can, anyone that's listening, you can type in subliminal research and you'll see there's a lot of studies that have been done um, over the last few decades. And it is real. It's kind of like a dog whistle where We can't consciously hear it as human beings, but it's real. It's there. And your subconscious can take in all of that stuff.
0: Wow. Okay. So what I'm hearing is it's almost like you have to figure out what your self-limiting beliefs are that are potentially holding you back from going after you want, believing you are worth it, and then reprogramming your brain with these subliminal affirmations. And rather than looking at a post-it on a mirror or writing it in your gratitude journal, you're basically just like putting this thing into hyperdrive and if money is the issue then you would let's say here money will lead to financial freedom but on like on loop but sped up really really fast yeah you actually don't hear the Oh, you don't hear it at all it's so fast it's
1: just your subconscious is is taking it in you don't consciously hear it um and there's a reason for that because if your conscious mind hears it um we have sort of like a BS meter, like in our brain that will say like, that's not troops and like completely just disregard it. And so, you know, some people will put uh, affirmations to where you can consciously hear it, but I think it's better if you don't, because then you don't have the conscious mind interfering Mm -hmm. and overthinking and then, and placing that seed of doubt. So this just kind of bypasses that and goes right to the subconscious because the subconscious just takes commands. Yeah. So if you're commanding it all day, or even just for like, an hour every day, it's going to just take those commands and eventually it's going to reprogram those limiting beliefs. Okay.
0: Uh, My mind is blown right now. Also, side note, you mentioned that this kind of came out in the 50s. I'm hoping that companies are not allowed to do this anymore. Like I'm hoping that the ethics boards got involved and like subliminals are not in our commercials anymore.
1: They definitely do it still. Um, I I worked in the corporate world for 12 years. There's (laughs) definitely at play. And the biggest, like, so in the fifties, when this came out, it all, this all came about supposedly because in the 1950s, a movie theater did the very first subliminal where they flashed like so fast that you couldn't consciously see, um, I'm hungry. I want popcorn. I'm thirsty. I want a drink. And the sales were so high. Like it made such a drastic impact that it got the attention of all of these psychologists of all sorts of big companies. And, um, there's a lot to that. Like you'll notice, um, anytime you hear a commercial for like a beverage, you'll hear like some type of noise associated with drinking the beverage, whether it's like the fountain drink or like the bubbles in the drink, that's all highly intentional because it actually causes a physical response in your body that says I'm thirsty. And so then you pair thirst being thirsty with the image you're seeing of that product. So now when you're thirsty, you start craving that product. So it's very sneaky. Um, And that's why I'm just a big believer on using it for good and being transparent.
0: I know. I, I, I like that. You know what I mean? Like there's things out there that we can't really control, but if it does work and you can somehow turn it on its head, and help people in a way that they want to be helped. I mean, I'm all for it. Our subconscious mind is there anyways, might as well just hack it when we can not okay. get what we want. Um, you mentioned money. I would love to talk a little bit more about money. I mean, when I was checking out your site, like immediately I was amazed at a freebie that you offer people, which is really helping people. You know, stop themselves from blocking themselves from getting and manifesting money, um, which also, by the way, I love when people offer freebies. I appreciate that so much. But why is this something that A, you want to offer for free? I'm assuming it's because a lot of people struggle with it. And also, what are some of those common blocks that are keeping us from manifesting money? Oh, man, there's so many of them. And Here's the thing, like I
1: feel like everyone has blocks when it comes to money, even people that are wealthy. And a lot of it isn't even our beliefs. It's like generational beliefs because our grandparents or great-grandparents went through, you know, a depression or a war or something that um really did affect their survival where they didn't have enough money to buy food and things like that. And they then raised our parents who then raised us and these beliefs get passed down. So a lot of the beliefs we have, like literally aren't even our beliefs. They came from these generations of people that actually did struggle. And um, so there's this whole like scarcity mindset, like what if it runs out? What if um, I don't have enough to survive? Like these very real things that affect our safety and security that in today's day and age aren't real for most of us. Like most mm-hmm. of us aren't going to get to that point, but we still are subconscious believes that like, oh my God, like there's not enough to go around and I could literally like lose my house and starve. Um, and so it's really just about replacing all of those scarcity beliefs with abundance beliefs. And I'm really big on, I want to help everyone with this, but I especially think that women need help with this. Um, I mean, when you think about it, like I was talking with my grandma the other day who got divorced in the seventies and she was like, Stephanie, I could not even get a credit card to go and buy a couch for my apartment because I didn't have a husband to sign for it. I couldn't open up a bank account. Like I had nothing. And, um, That's crazy to me. Like that was just a few years before I was born, you know, and my mom was telling me like, oh yeah, like you had to have your husband co-sign on everything. So it wasn't that long ago that women really did not have financial freedom or independence. And that's why I think it's so important to really work on shifting those, Mm those beliefs because when women get money, we do amazing things with it. And I think the world needs more good people with money. And one of the biggest beliefs that I hear is that rich people are are bad, are greedy, they do harm, they don't help the world, they hurt the world, blah, blah, blah. But that's exactly why we need more people with money, because the more people that have money, the more good it's going to be. The more resources we have, the more things that they can do to impact the world. So, it's just really important. And um, I think that if you do have any beliefs coming up right now when I'm talking, or you're rolling your eyes, or you're thinking like, "Oh my gosh, why is it always about money?" You need this work more than anyone. Like, there is definitely some deep seated beliefs. So, it's really important to explore that. And also, um, you know, think about like your current income level right now and how many people you're helping with that. Like maybe you donate a certain percentage or maybe you help, you know, you have a certain organization that you like to help with. Think about if you added some zeros to your annual salary, think about how many more people you could help with that money. Mm. So it's really not about greed. It's about financial security for yourself for your family and for the people the organizations the things in the world that you want to make an impact with.
0: I mean again, a beautiful mindset shift, right? Like I I definitely have some very messed up self-limiting money beliefs for sure, like scarcity and I live a pretty I have a pretty abundant life. And I'm so grateful for it, but I am always still to this day worried that uh, everything will fall away i will lose everything and i will end up homeless on the street like i go from 0 to 100 so quickly when i let my mind go in that direction and i let that scarcity mindset take over and thankfully now because i you know i do so much work on myself and i really try to be aware of it now i'm able to like pinpoint when that scarcity mindset starting to get a little bit louder and i try to like pull myself into a more abundant mindset And I I do, I still to this day, like really, really struggle with it, which is why. And I also think it's so important to talk about money. We like, we make it this thing that is so taboo or we don't talk about it. Or it's like, you should just be happy with what you have. And it's totally okay to want more, especially, you know, if you're going to do good with more, you can impact more people. or You can give your family and your life, your kids a better life. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting more out of life. As long as you're a good person while you're doing it, like that's my number one rule. Absolutely, and you know, money just magnifies things. So, if,
1: mm-hmm. if you're a good person, you're that's just going to be magnified once you have money. If you're a bad person, then yeah, it's going to be magnified, but it doesn't change who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Money is just an object; it's the energy of the person holding the money. So, there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of when it comes to feeling worthy of that or wanting to claim that. And once you realize that, you can make that shift definitely and start earning more.
0: You definitely, I think, are an inspiration for so many because it sounds like you are truly like the architect of your own life. You are building your life every single day in the direction and in alignment with who you are. And I think there's so many people, especially after the pandemic and so many people I'm surrounded with that maybe do have a day job and it's not a bad day job, but maybe it doesn't quite feel right. And you have a podcast episode all about this, which is about quitting your day job. But you ask people like, maybe you don't know when, or maybe you don't know how. So what are some like easy tips to maybe get the juices flowing in a way where we can start asking ourselves those questions? so we can know if it's the right move or not.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, um, I mean, it's going to sound a little bit morbid, but like, I started asking myself some serious questions. Like, you know, if I were to die tomorrow, like what would people say at my funeral? What mark would I be leaving on the world? What legacy would I be leaving for my daughter? And those questions really helped me kind of figure out more of like my life's purpose rather Mm. than just another job that I want to seek. So you know, that can be a start. And another great way is to tap into creativity. Um, We all have creativity still inside of us. Like it doesn't just die when you grow into an adult. Um, And once you start playing around with that and you start having fun and using your imagination... Whether it's painting or coloring or anything that activates that creativity in you, that's really helping to strengthen your intuition, that connection with the universe. And you will start to notice that you'll get in this flow where certain things will come through and and that kind of can pave the path of what you're supposed to do. So um, ask yourself some of those tough questions and then just have fun, tap into the creativity and you'll get some
0: inspiration. I love that. I feel like manifesting right now. So what are some easy ways we can start incorporating manifesting into our life? And is this something we do daily? Is it something we check in with monthly? What are some beginner tips on how to invite a little more manifestation into our lives? Yeah, well I like to say manifestation is
1: a daily practice because, you know, think about if you want six-pack abs, you're not going to go to the gym once a month. You're going to go every day or almost every day. And that was really um the point of creating the app. So it's called Manifest It Now and you can that's a great place to start. There's free content, um there's subliminals, there's journal prompts, there's Um, all kinds of like rituals and manifesting tools, all of which have helped me on this journey. So everything that I did that worked for me, that I found helpful, I put it all in there and I just say, start with one thing Just start with one, whether it's a subliminal, whether it's journaling every day, start with one thing and then trust your feelings. If something feels good, then do it. That's your thing. If it doesn't feel good, if it starts to feel like a chore, step away from that. Cause that's just going to lower your vibration and really trust what you feel led to go to and um, let that be your guide and just make it a part. Like I make it a part of my morning routine. I wake up, I have my coffee, put on my subliminal and I, I journal. And that way it just like eventually becomes second nature.
0: Ooh, what subliminal do you listen to? I'm sure it changes, but what's one you really are vibing with? i well almost
1: every day i listen to my manifest money subliminal and then my confidence subliminal because those are both like the things that i think i probably struggle with the most um so i usually listen to both of those and then you know there's subliminals on pretty much every every topic as well but those are my favorites
0: Oh my gosh. Stephanie, thank you so much for doing what you do. You make such an impact. I'm sure you killed it in your sales job, but you are reaching so many women around the world. Like I said, I downloaded the app. Um, Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the book, Trust the Universe, on the podcast. Everybody, if you enjoyed this chat, there's so many ways to connect with Stephanie, whether it's her book, her podcast, on social media, through her app. Um, So we really, really appreciate your time, your expertise. And I'm feeling fired up right now. Like I feel like I need to like get some subliminals going, pull up my journal and start curating my dream life. Do it and keep me
1: posted. Let me know how it's going. I really want to hear. It. And thank you so much for having me on. This is such a fun conversation.
0: Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that. Another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.